everybody, it's Shelly Hoffman with Mary Francis uh, from the town of Van Buren. And uh, Mary Francis, it's been a couple months since we spoke, so it's nice to see you. You too? You've been I'm busy? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it snowed and, or rained the last time that we spoke, and it's raining again. So I'm just going to throw it out there. If we need to have a picnic or something sunny and beautiful on a particular day, we probably should not speak, Mary Francis. <laughs> Well, the only good thing about all the rain is I've been doing some gardening and lawn work, so it does help me take care of that. But other than that, you know, it could stop here already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So, so anyway, what's been happening in the uh, town of Van Buren? It looks like a lot from, you know, when you drive downtown or you see some things being built and, you know, whatnot. So I'm kind of excited to talk to you today. Well, I know a favorite topic of yours is Taco Bell. It is. And... Demolition has started, and they anticipate still a fall opening. Now, fall can be a couple of months, but it is in, in the works. So Perfect. your kids will be happy as soon as it's up, I know. They, I they know. will be so happy. You know, I did have a concern. I'm going to get off topic for a second of the town of Van Buren and just hit this is, you know, I wasn't even sure because so many places aren't opening, they're closing or limited hours because of the lack of employees. Right. So to see something getting built and going to open when there's a shortage of workers out there, um, I was just hoping that that was going to continue. So it was nice to see that it was moving forward. Yes, it is. Uh, and the lack of employees, that that's tough for everybody. Um, and I'm not going to sit here and say I have any sort of answer on that, but just uh, for people to continue supporting our local businesses and restaurants and pubs, that's the best thing for them to keep them in business. Absolutely. Yep. And we do a great job here in Baldwinsville of supporting the local businesses for the most part. So, so that's good. Um, so what else has been going on? I know you got quite the list. Well, um, some people have been asking me about what's being built over behind uh, the storage facilities on Van Buren Road and 690. And that part of Marion Meadows, the whole complex, it's called Marion Gardens. And there's a approximately 64 to 70 townhomes that are going to be built and they will be rentals. Oh, really? So, um, around here, the big thing is people don't want to have a house or right now they can't afford it. So they're looking for affordable rental space. And so that is one thing that is in progress. So are they going to be one story or two stories? Do you know the layout? I did until you asked me. Okay. <laughs> um, for some reason, I'm thinking, I know they, some of them will have garages. Um, I just don't know off the top of my head. You know, it's one of those things that just kind of went, went out as soon as you asked it. Well, and you, and you know why I asked, right? Because people are always asking me, oh, are there any rentals around? Any townhouses, one floor, two floor? So I will um, I will pick your brain about two hours after we're done talking with the text message and say, hey, which ones are they? Do you remember? <laughs> Absolutely. And I'll get, I'll get back to you. Perfect. Um, all right. Um, and just so people realize the Creative Homes is still planning on uh, going live in the late September. And they are doing a, a tremendous amount of building down there. So, uh, and those homes are starting at a fairly high entry level. So, it, it's great to see the building going on. Um, yeah. But, you know, I know some people are still a little concerned about it, but it's great for the people that are moving in there. 
you know, and the homes are being built. People are still asking for building permits. So, you know, people like that area. Yeah. Well, and it's close to 690. You can get, you know, onto 690, shoot down to the city or, or different, different parts of the community. So, um, and it would be nice to have the Parade of Homes back. If, if you've never gone to the Parade of Homes and you're looking for something to do, um, you know, for the amount of days that it's going on this year, there are some, it's like our own little HGTV kind of a tour, right? You see things in homes that maybe you've never seen before. So the Parade of Homes is, if you're into that type of thing, it's, it's pretty cool to walk through um, some of the ideas that the builders and the designers have. Right. And if I remember, there's four or five different builders in there at least. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, you'll have an option of, of so many different uh, plans, layouts, and it, it really will be nice. I will be, I'm looking forward to getting down there. So yeah. And I know yeah, people are asking, are, are they still going to build the patio homes that were talked about? And that is later on in the plans. They're going to get the uh, single family homes done and then they will move over towards that end of the project. So Perfect. people are still very interested in those. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people used to leave, like, um, we get a little bit older maybe, and then leave the area. Well, now they want to, they want to stay, you know, they want to stay here longer. They want that one floor living to be around mm -hmm. to um, spend time with family members, whether they're full-time residents or part-time residents. So I know uh, in talking to Bob Wicks with the town of Lysander, you know, it's the same thing, patio homes, um, once one floor living is something that, you know, they were talking about over in that town too, and, and finding ways to add that, um, type of living here in the community. So I think it's great. Yeah. And anytime anybody hears of a potential sale of the patio homes over on fairway circle or over, uh, Idlewood court, that area, those houses go within hours to, you know, maybe a couple of days. Things are just, they, they don't stay around because they are one floor and, you know, nice units. So, yeah. and with the HOA, so the lawn mowing and the snow blowing is done for them. So yeah, th those are in high demand. Yes. I wouldn't mind having one of those myself. I gotta be honest. So <laughs> just to have that stuff taken care of for me. I don't know Only if my girls will move into it, Mary Francis, but I would. <laughs> <laughs> I have a ranch, but otherwise, uh, you know, that would be a very attractive option for me. So yeah. maybe maybe a couple of years down the well, it's going to be a couple of years, I would think, you know, a year, year and a half before they get built. But yeah, I think those will go pretty quickly down there. Absolutely. So, nice. Um, let's see. As far as other construction, it's not quite the same thing, but the solar farm out on Pottery Road has started construction. Okay. Uh, and solar is a big thing in the area. Um, I think we have four um, in the planning or actual built stages here in the town. And more and more people are getting into it. It's bigger companies coming in and getting with uh, using farmers lots so that they can build some bigger, bigger um, facilities out there. Nice. Uh, one, uh, I'm kind of sticking on the same thing as far as uh, I know the codes office has been getting calls about the storm drains um, being, you know, clogging or whatnot. And when I talked to somebody at town hall the other day, we have approximately, you know, a few hundred storm drains in the town. And there's just no way for the highway department to take care of all those all the time. So as homeowners, 
you know, I'm going to respectfully ask you to sweep the grass off of those. If there's any sticks and branches that are going to prevent water from going down there, you know, if it's right outside of your house, it's going to impact you. So, you know, as a, as a resident homeowner, it's only going to take five minutes, you know, every once in a while to clean that off and it'll help not only you, but it'll help your neighbors as well. So, well, and, and I think a lot of times people think they're doing, um, a favor maybe to the, um, for picking, uh, putting things out into the road as opposed to killing their grass. You know, what's the big deal if it goes on the road, but the problem is it does go into the, to the drains and then it causes problems for everybody in the community. Right. Yep. It, it'll clog it, you know, it'll get down there. And then if it doesn't get washed away quick enough, it certainly will start clogging things. And the other thing in some of the drains, uh, some of the swales, people will throw in branches and, uh, you know, some plastic tins have been in there and they just think, well, it's biodegradable. But what they don't realize is it's going to block some of that water passage, which impacts everybody else in their neighborhood. So, again, you know, respectfully ask you just to not do that. You can take the stuff over to the uh, compost site over um, in Amboy. I know I've taken a bunch of stuff over there this year in, in my personal vehicle and, uh, I have quite a few bins to go over at this point as well. So, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and that's part of home ownership. So, okay. you know, you don't want to irritate your neighbors because you haven't cleaned off a drain, which is going to take you five minutes. Right. Mm -hmm. no, and if you don't want to, we just talked about those HOAs where stuff like that's done for you, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the good thing about HOAs. So, um, yeah. you know, there, there is an expense to them, but you know, the benefits of them are, are many as well. So. Yeah. The values there. Perfect. Yes, it is. Uh, let's see. Regarding the sewer system, we have turned that over to the county. So now they are owned by the county. If you have a sewer problem, you just need to call uh, the department uh, Onondaga County WEP, Water Environmental Protection, directly. And there's a 24-hour hotline. Um, that number is 435-3157. Normally, people would call us at the town, the engineer or highway, and we simply call. Uh, it's a two-step process for us to call down to the county and report the same thing. So you can go ahead and call them directly. I mean, we will... Onondaga County has actually been repairing some of the uh, storm sewers. So those are actually being turned over, have been turned over to them. Okay. Because the county has to maintain a certain level of, um, oh God, what's the word I want to say? Uh, they have to operate correctly. And so this way the county has the responsibility to take care of them. They know the condition they're in. They know what has to be done on them. Okay. Um, okay. And we are actually right now um, putting out to bid for sewer systems in the Seneca Knowles area that we are still finishing up. This has been a 10 year plus project where in the upper Seneca Knowles area, we have been improving the sewer systems up there, the sewer drainage for the last, I don't know if it's 11 or 12 years, but this has been an ongoing project. We're putting the last part of this out to bid. So hopefully we can get it done 
later this summer, early this fall. Okay. But um, the other big thing is really up at the parks. The programs have started up there. Uh, the ten and a lot of people use it. We, you know, please go up, take advantage of the park. The basketball courts are up. You can walk around there. The pavilions are available for rent. There are still some um, dates available, so go ahead and call for those. Uh, and right now we are in the process of repainting and restriping the tennis court. And unfortunately, with all the rain we've had the last you know week, week and a half, yeah. not quite done with that. But we anticipate it being done, you know, the next few days as soon as they can get it done. So. You know, once those are done, so the nets will be right back up. You can go ahead and take advantage of that as well up there. But okay. if you do go up there, please put your dog on a leash. They're not to be out just free roaming. You know, and it's tough because some people, you know, they feel well, my dog will stay next to me. It's always the other, the, the kids you can't control, the other dogs you can't control. So, you know, you, you do feel bad when someone takes all that time and they train their dog. And I can speak to this because I did not take, if anybody meets my dog, he's a mess, right? He's just the cutest little mess you ever want to see. And, um, and I'm always envious of people whose dogs stay right beside them. You know, mm -hmm. but then you have the spaz like my Spencer, who would just create havoc everywhere that he goes. Um, so he's definitely a dog that always has to be on a leash. But um, but it, but it is tough and, and people feel like their dogs stay with them. It's not their dog necessarily. It's everything around them in the environment. So, you know, it it does it does make sense when you see, you know, dogs off the leash and people get upset by it. Um, you know, two sides of every story. But. But still, and I saw, I think there was a post or something that somebody had written about, about dogs running free in the parks and they were hoping that they would be put on leashes. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you watched, uh, Bob Wicks and I talked yesterday and I made a, a faux pas because I didn't realize the spray park was open because my kids are teenagers. And, but the spray park over at the Town of Lies Center has been open, but we did talk about the pool and it's a shame that the pool in Van Buren isn't open. And we, last time you and I spoke, we were wondering, but it really came down to, you didn't have time to get the lifeguards. You didn't have time to prep it. The county made those decisions so late that it's easy to open a spray park, which is just, you turn on the water, you know, turn on the water and they had some prep and stuff to do. Um, with the pool, there's a lot more involved, but, um, but I, I just did want to throw that out there. Cause it wasn't that it was the town of Van Buren's decision not to open the pool. Cause I had heard that in the community. It really right. came down to, they made it almost impossible for you to open the pool. Correct. And we couldn't find lifeguards. I mean, we were out actively trying to recruit lifeguards. And if they had their certification, they just uh, were already employed someplace else. Mm -hmm. And they also had to get recertified this year. They did not, uh, from what I understand, the certification, if it ended in 19, they didn't allow that carryover year for 20. So all of those lifeguards had to get recertified this year. And that, again, went to the lack of um, lifeguards. You'll see it at the county level. They only had mm -hmm. two parks open this year. You know, yep. so it's been, it was very difficult to not have that available to the town residents. You know, yeah. there's nothing more that we wanted to do to have that available. And I know Heidi and Kathy Perkins, before she retired, they were trying to do what they could to see how we could make that happen. And it just just wasn't available, unfortunately. No, no. And I just wanted to touch on that because like I said, I had heard some things in the community just to clarify why it wasn't wasn't open. And it really did come down to finding out so late that a lot of the lifeguards 
got other jobs or just finding mm -hmm. ones that could could take the position so right. um and you have to have enough lifeguards available on every shift you it's not just having one lifeguard or two lifeguards there you know they have to have a certain amount of time on the chair a certain amount of time rest time back and forth you have to have quite a few people there on every shift so you know uh, some people might just think you know you just need two or three okay you're seven days a week okay you might have people working five or six days but it's not just two or three people so right. yeah know, those are yeah, the nuances true. that people don't realize yep. always, there's always more to it than what you know what is obviously what you're obviously looking at uh speaking of things that have a little bit more to it what's going on with uh crago farms i know we spoke about that two months ago and um with the developer and how's that you know where we stand with that uh, I know the developer has gotten a letter from the State Historical Preservation Office, and uh, he has to respond to the items in that letter. So it's, right now it's in his ballpark to figure out if they want to um, do all the digging that's uh, required or re requested, required, and how they want to proceed with it. So, uh, And we also understand that there are crops actually being grown right now on part of the Crego farm land. So you go in and disturb those crops and pay for the uh, revenue that would have come from that. And that would be the developer responsibility to pay for that. So, yeah. you know, this thing isn't going to happen overnight. You know, there are still many, many, many hoops to go through and it is in the developer's ballpark right now. Perfect. Um, one other question I heard just chatter around the community is over by where um, 84 Lumber was, where Taco Bell is being built. Is there a oil changing place or something going there or rumors about that as well? Yes. Yes. That that is has been approved. And uh, my understanding is that there'll be the oil change place and they might build an additional um, storefront that they could rent out for someone else as well but I don't know that that second part has any occupants at this point. So yes, that is, that is getting ready. And where is that supposed to be at? Next to the bank, uh, next to M&T Bank, if I remember. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Those, the, those are the words around the grapevine or the community that I've heard that I was supposed to ask you about last month. And then I, we took the we took the month off, everybody. You know, Bob Wicks, the chief, you. Um, we took mm -hmm. our little summer summer leave. But okay. Was well, there anything else you want to throw out to the community before we part ways for the month? Um, just that there's a lot of highway projects in, uh, in motion right now. Village Boulevard North from the Circle down to Route 48. That was milled last week. That will get resurfaced. Um, there was a lot of drainage work done with that. And that's what the highway department is out working on during the summer, repairing uh, drainage where they need to, installing things that have to be uh, installed new. So, I mean, if it's a matter of completing drainage or sweeping off a stormwater drain, you know, our focus has to be on uh, improving the infrastructure first. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, okay. Well, I, um, I appreciate your time as always, Mary Francis. I know, um, you know, we both tend to have a lot of things going on in different directions, but it's nice that we can find this time on Wednesdays at 10 where we can both, you know, 
kind of chime in and Van, Van Buren, there's just, you know, you drive through there to me, you guys have a lot of things going on, whether it's driving down Downer Street or going out towards um, Foxfire Golf Course, you know, out that way. So, um, so I appreciate you keeping us uh, in the loop of what's happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I will get back to you on the uh, townhouse layout for Marion Gardens as well. Perfect. I'll add it to the comments um, on the Facebook Live video so people um, will know. And actually, I can throw it into the, the description as well so that we have that answer. And I might be the only one that cares, right? But but I want to know the answer. I'm sure there's that, you know, oh, well, this is going to be available. What is the layout going to be? So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Perfect. Okay. So. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. And thank you very much. All right. We'll see you soon. Bye.